0: Hey, Sean. Hey. Sean.
1: I took your advice. It was very good advice. Sean. Sean.
0: Look, I can see that you think you know me, but I don't know who you are. My name is Captain Coulter Stevens.
1: You can't forgive me out. Talk to me,
0: Sean. I don't know who Sean is, and I don't know who you are. Welcome
1: back, Captain Stevens. Where am I? You are inside the source code.
0: What is the source code? It's a computer program,
2: Captain.
1: Source code enables you to cross over into another man's identity in the
3: last eight minutes of his life.
2: At 7.48 this morning, a bomb exploded on a train outside of Chicago, killing everyone on board. Think, Captain. Remember back. Who bombed the train?
0: I don't know who bombed the train. Then try again. Wait, no. So, what do you think? It's the same train, but it's different.
1: We've been informed there'll be another attack in six hours. If you find the bomber, the next attack can be prevented.
0: We cannot fail. (laughs) What would you do if you knew you had less than eight minutes to live?
1: I'd make those seconds count.
0: I want to go back in.
3: I'm going to save her. You can't. It doesn't work that way. Christina is dead. She doesn't have to be. You cannot alter this reality while inside the source code.
0: I'm asking you to have the decency to let me try. What's going on? He's in trouble. Tell me everything's going to be okay.
1: Everything's going to be okay.
2: Thing in the, the, yeah the we're thing. recording yeah we've we everyone is look at that
0: right there I yeah everyone. i can do what they do on youtube all the time
2: click and subscribe right there yeah you pointed the wrong side of my screen but that's fine we gonna move the podcast boo. that's right move the podcast it's the last week of tick it is we're here again all of yeah. us full strength yep all beef is in the barn that's right Classic, and, uh,
0: classic molehole lines like "The beef is in the barn" has returned as well.
2: What do we and, watch uh, this week, Cox? This week we watched my pick, which was uh Jakery Zillenhall's Source Code. Jakery Zillenhall.
0: <laughs> J- Jake, who? who uh, so, Source Code, directed by.
2: What Duncan they actually Jones. say directed by Duncan Jones? and actually, it says Source Code several times in the movie, so it works with our meme.
0: Yeah, well, you but know, and
2: some, sometimes
0: the movie is called the title. They say, you know, I mean, sometimes... I mean, they, they, they kind of have
2: to, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they had to say Snakes on a Plane. But. Yeah, that movie sucks. Mm. That movie's trash. Oh, that's my birthday pick, then. Oh. <laughs> snakes you on did a it. Plane. Oh, yeah, it's a wrong. fun one. I want to see if it still sucks. Or if it still rats. Rat. It sucks. <laughs> It still sucks. The best part... We're gonna find part, out. The
0: best part about that movie is that song at the end of it that... By oh, by Cobra, Cobra, Star- Cobra <laughs> Starship? Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I'm ready for it. Come on, bring it. Oh, I'm that ready for slaps.
1: it. Yeah, that song is pretty good. <laughs> <kiss me> <laughs> oh That was in like the Wolfmother era of pop music. Oh, yeah. yeah. That
2: was, like, it, was it was up was, there with like... Uh, what was that song about... Um, Oh fuck! Tell
1: you all the story about the Joker and the thief in the night. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh boy! Uh, yeah, Cobra Starship, from what I remember, is like a super group. The the girl oh, in that is they? from. Yeah, I forget who the whole all the bands are, but the one the girl in that is from the band The Sounds, who were kind of popular for like ten seconds, and then hmm. they went away. I forget the other band. Anyway, what did we watch this week, uh Sean? Since you've not been here in like a year,
1: <laughs> I think I watched one thing plus the TV show, and the one thing I'm pretty sure is tabled. So I watched the rest it, of the boys.
2: Is it Borat? Subsequent movie film for
1: features. It is.
2: Yeah, we all watched that, right? Yes, we all watched it. That's
1: yeah, tabled. The boys is great. Uh, I thought the ending was really good. Uh, I saw a lot of weird take reviews, uh one being from the critical drinker who found it like what is that? Is that me? No. Oh. Who who found it weird that like they were presenting the Nazis as not like fair and balanced? I, I don't uh,
0: know. I, <laughs> I can't take the critical drinker seriously anymore. That guy is uh that guy is I don't know. He he like I he had some like okay takes but I, he always had the problem where like his his takes are always tethered with like the whole like I hate SJW nonsense, which is always just a bunch of just like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, I'm not a but, fan.
0: Yeah, he had I can't remember what it was. He had, a, he had a, a review. I can't remember what it was, but it was a few months ago. And I was like, is he really stupid? Like I just it like I forget what it was, but I, I talked to you about it. I can't, and it doesn't matter. But anyway, uh, you you enjoyed the boys
1: overall. Yeah, I really did. Um, I thought it was really good too. We we talked about it briefly on the show. I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't really have a whole, whole lot to say about it. Like people said, it's better. It's worse than the first season. I don't know. I think second seasons for especially. uh Are are, are we done in Frito Corner over there? What was that? (laughs)
0: Somebody's (laughs) eating some potato chips or something. Jesus.
1: Um, No. uh, Oh, stories where it's like three or four season arcs, at least the second one's always kind of weak. I thought it was good. Like they spent more time with like MM and stuff. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I thought Sean Ashmore was really good. Ah, uh, you're gonna see him a whole lot of stuff anymore. But no, nah, it's a high recommend. But the other thing I watch is Borat. I've been watching a lot of sports. It's been a pretty uh, hectic sports.
0: Sean Ashmore, time. Iceman, right? That's Correct.
1: He's he also like... qu- Quantum Break.
0: Yeah, he's. I was just about to say that. Yeah, he's also Quantum Break. <laughs> What's Quantum Break? <laughs> it's that video game that Xbox put out. That uh he, oh, like, they like yeah. tried it. it bombed horribly. It was like their their big third or first party game where they like they had like a TV show tie in and a bunch oh, of Oh right yeah and um, it, bom- it bombed spectacularly. That's
2: a terrible idea.
0: I don't know why they try that multiple times. Apparently the game itself wasn't horrendous.
1: But that's a and- stunning review. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was not horrendous right? <laughs> TJ Stambol. Yeah, I, I
0: never played it. I never I just saw like reviews. People Heard like, it wasn't horrendous. T.J. <laughs> people, yeah, people are, people are like are oh, all right. It's okay. It's the like crispy pops ad. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. good. But um, now I, yeah, it's it's just been like,
1: <laughs> like like it's been prime time for sports, I mean between the NBA finals and football being back and the baseball playoffs, it's just been hard to kinda of watch stuff. Plus it's weird like being out here on my own, like it's hard to get motivated to watch movies sometimes.
0: I understand that. I, I definitely get that. I I have a fe- I have a weird thing where a lot of times, like I feel like nowadays I kind of only watch movies because I need something to talk about on the show, which is kind of weird. But like, yeah, like I was joking around with with Gogs and Alec the last couple weeks because we were recording on Saturday and that's like my designated movie watching night. And I like I since you take that away, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't watch anything. Like I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> you, get,
1: you
0: get into these patterns, you know? It's just like. I don't know. Well, maybe I, maybe normal think, people don't. But I, I think
1: maybe the lack of like a theater experience too is like it's hard to look forward to movies even if they're coming out on streaming. Like I I don't totally, know.
0: I totally agree. No, because yeah. you're still in your same living room. It, there's something to be said to see something in the theater. Like I, I, I mean, not to say you can't enjoy a movie at home, but I get it. There's a special, there's a specialness to seeing something in a the theater that's missing now, and it does suck. And it, I don't know if I miss it. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, with I, it. I totally miss it. No, I miss I, it terribly. Yeah, yeah. I, I love going to the theater. I miss. I like the. Tra-
3: I like the trailers.
0: Yeah, I love the. Tra- I love. I love going to the movies. I like being in a giant. Dark room with a big, giant screen and a better sound system than I have. And
3: I love using my AMC Pass and getting like a yeah. 85 ounce soda <laughs> and Free like a, a 200 ounce popcorn <laughs> and <laughs> Reese's pieces and yeah, like I mean, eat all of that like it's nothing and then go to lunch afterwards. And...
0: Yeah, I love it. I, I really do. I, it's, I mean, it's one of my favorite things to do uh, to i mean
1: how many of. how many times did we go to the movies and then end up going somewhere afterwards and just talking about the movies analog for like a couple hours you know that all whole thing time. is just kind of gone
2: yeah i well, mean, I, mean I miss the social aspect of it the most i mean that's what i, I We miss, know you like... do
3: buddy with all the texting on the phones during the movies
1: i've gotten better about that gogs misses ruining people's theater experiences i've gotten better at that come
2: on i'll be nice
0: i'll be nice
2: um (laughs) please 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 clap (laughs) gogs
0: is the jeb bush of the podcast (laughs) Uh, that's probably uh, accurate, actually. No, nah, no, nah, nah, That's you're way too charismatic to be like Jeb Bush. Uh all right, Sean, and you pass the mic to
1: Alec.
3: Uh, I watched five things. Holy shit. Uh three of which are tabled. Nice. Okay. good. Uh I watched a documentary on Netflix called My Octopus Teacher. What the fuck is that? This guy went like swimming in this kelp forest in South Africa every day for like a year, and this octopus like befriended him.
0: That's awesome.
3: That's my dream. Kept, come, kept coming out and like getting more and more comfortable with him, and then we like play with him when he and, like look for him when he came down and stuff like that. It was really neat. That's cool. Octopus he was are going like, through super like
2: smart, aren't they? Yeah, they're like incredibly intelligent.
3: Yeah. yeah. He was going. He was. I forget what he said happened to him, but he was going through some kind of like trauma or something, and then he used this as a way to like work through his his issues or whatever. But it's really neat, and it's really it's not very long. I think it was like an hour twenty minutes, and it's an it's a Netflix original. It came out a few weeks ago.
0: Do they have a lot of cool underwater footage? You get to see the octopus
3: and everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. The guys like got like these like tremendous underwater cameras that he uses. Oh, that's cool. So was his Um,
2: was his intention to like. To do something about octopus, or was it was his intention to do no, something no, else? The just, octopus thing just developed.
3: Yeah, the octopus thing just happened. That's he was really just cool. swimming in this like I, I, it's it's not Cape Town, but it's somewhere in South Africa. It's called like the something kelp kelp forest. <laughs> and, like it's basically an underwater forest of kelp. It goes from like the ocean floor to the top of the surface. It's like like twenty feet deep. Wow! And he uh, he was just going through there because he used to dive there as a kid or something. And then he found this octopus and befriended this octopus. Well,
0: was he South African? Did he have one of the hilarious South African?
3: Actors? Yeah, he did. It was <laughs> it's, it's great. It was like a, oh, the guy, the guy <laughs> yeah. from uh, from the Alien movie, from the, uh, District oh. Nine. What's oh. his name? Sharno oh, Copeland. Yeah, Barber. it was like him. Oh, wait, we're, going, <laughs> we're gonna go diving in this. We're gonna go diving in this kilt forest, and I'm gonna meet an octopus. <laughs> yeah,
0: that accent is bonkers. Horrendous! It is the worst. I feel like I said this on the show. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe it's the analog thing. But I, I'll never forget when I saw the movie Blood uh, Diamond uh, a million years ago when it came out. You, you guys seen that movie, right? Yeah. Like Leo yeah. and I, think, I
3: remember it. I didn't.
0: Did you Mon Hansu? If I remember correctly. Uh, but, like, I thought Leo was te- – I was like, what is up with Leo's accent? What's he doing this weird, like, English – Like, is he deaf? Chinese- like, yeah. what are we doing? And then I found out, oh, no, he's doing an excellent South African, uh, like, accent. That's just a South African accent. He did a perfect job. Like, can he be racist against South Africans? Like, does that count? I mean, making fun of their goofy accent isn't racist anyway.
1: I, don't I also they had slavery up until like 2013, <laughs> so fuck them. If, yeah. you know, like who cares? Yeah, I've never, you,
2: I've never met a progressive South African. The ones I've you, met in real life are deeply racist.
1: It, could you imagine being subjugated by that hilarious accent? Like, if we got taken <laughs> over by New Zealand? Oh, that <laughs> I would love.
2: I love the New Zealand accent. Like, I'm into that. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. where do you?
1: Yeah, yeah I, we're going to separate
2: your family and throw them in a trip and yeah. <laughs> yeah. bring on the New Zealand Nazis. I'm okay with that, but like,
3: South Africans? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> <All right>. Nazis <laughs> said Gogs. Somebody on. take Gogs' phone away from him.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, what else did you watch, Alec, that's not tabled?
3: Uh, My cousin Vinny. That, that movie's really funny. Like, every, I echo everything Gogs said a few weeks ago about it. It's a. Uh, I probably haven't seen that movie since it came out on tape, however long ago that was.
0: Yeah, total classic.
3: And yeah, that movie's absolutely brilliant. It's really funny.
0: And Marissa Tomei all time smoke show.
2: Oh heavens, to Troy, yes. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, that movie's that movie's tremendous. A young a young Daniel LaRusso. <laughs> I can't remember I'm his a, brilliant.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that's his best movie.
0: What is his name? Shit, now I can't remember. Ralph Macchio. Ralph
3: Macchio. Yeah, I Ralph, I don't know. I haven't seen those Karate Kids in a long time. Ralph, so March, I don't know about yeah. those, but he didn't do very many more movies besides the Karate Kids. And uh, uh, uh,
0: uh. he did Crossroads. Everybody remembers that fucking movie. Nope. And he, he he did a guitar battle with Steve Vai at the end of that movie. Come on. I want to say
1: he's also in The Outsiders, but I, I could be wrong. I, you know I've never seen that.
2: I think he oh. is in the outsiders. He's not in the Lost Boys, right?
1: No, he's no. not in the Lost Boys. Uh Hot Take possibly with Halloween going on. The Lost Boys is not very good. Yeah, we talked about it. I have not weeks, seen it
2: in quite a while. I
0: watched it and I it was it's dumb, but it is very entertaining. Like it's stupid as shit, but it's lot it's a lot of fun. Like I uh, I I found myself enjoying it, but it is it is objectively bad. But I, I I enjoyed watching it.
3: Um. Yeah, my other three movies are tabled. One is tabled. tabled with everybody. One is tabled with Gogs, and one is tabled half with Gogs, half with TJ. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't. I guess I don't need to talk about. It. I thought it's Pop Star. I talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah. But I watched yeah. the first half of it the other day with TJ, waiting for Gogs to get over. <laughs> And then Gogs got there, we watched Source Code, then I watched the second half of it eating wings with Gogs after we watched Source Code.
0: <laughs> yeah, that movie's great. I'll go ahead and just jump in. That movie's right. a lot of fun. The movie's hilarious.
3: <clears throat> yeah, it slaps.
0: It does. It slaps. <clears throat> and, um,
3: uh, yeah, the other two things I watched, the one with Gogs was Time Cop and Borat 2 with everybody. So, uh, it doesn't matter how we go. All right, and you pass the mic to... Uh, I guess Gogs, and we can talk about Time Cop.
2: That works. I also like to draw TJ's attention to uh, the jam board and go to page two. So (laughs) I watched the following things. Uh, I watched uh, Black Christmas based on TJ's recommendation. How do I get to the jam board? I don't know anymore. Um, So Black Christmas. uh, Never mind, I got it. Margot Kidder. Uh, And a bunch of sorority girls like getting sort of like bizarrely murdered in this 1970s setting. And this is the origin of the call is coming from within the house. Yeah, it's a classic. Uh, it's a classic uh, slasher film. I expected to be a lot schlockier than it was. It's actually really no. good. It's like really, no.
0: it's really good. Um, it's like, it's, I'm glad you liked it. Well, I mean, you were watching. I, you were watching a lot of like trash. So I wanted to give you like a classic that was actually like a solid movie.
2: Yeah, I'd never seen it before, and it was. It was. You know, it was. You know, it made you think. And I, you know, it's it's uh, it, it's a fun kind of thrilling movie. I, I enjoyed it, and then yeah, you know, it's prototypical for other movies you know down i, I, wa- I want to say it's it's like it's a
0: pre-halloween slasher like it's early it came out yeah like 78
2: i think yeah like um, it's i think yeah 78 or 76 it was like it was early
0: don't, don't watch the remake the remake is terrible and apparently they're making another remake they made a remake about 10 years ago and now they're making another remake shocker
2: um and it's got what's his name the dad. Um, from the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, right? The police the chief. John, oh, the guy from John, it, John Saxon.
1: Saxton. Man of the Dragon. Yeah. Man of the yeah. Dragon,
0: right? Yeah. And, and yeah, Black Black Christmas came out in nineteen seventy four, so it's God. like way early. So it's a it's a it's it's a it's a, it's a fucking uh, a horror movie. I don't think that gets enough credit for being as influential as it is because it's no, it's it's, it,
2: it's wild. Like that yeah. whole I mean that whole trope about the call is coming from within the house. Like I never knew where that was from. Yeah. And like that was that's pretty cool. Um I watched it. I watched uh so I watched five things, two of which are tabled. I watched Train to Basan, which movie. was outstanding. Like like I did took me a while to watch it, but man, super good. It's on Prime now, right? It, I think I saw it on Shudder, but it might also be on Prime. Um like just an excellent zombie. I might only have one complaint. My one complaint about it is there's a scene when the zombies are busting through the train car and they're doing that like world war Z pile of ants, like kind of like rolling mass. I don't like that. I never, I've never cared for that in a zombie movie. Um, but all the other zombie shit, like, I don't know what it is about like Korean filmmakers and needing to do things in linear spaces, but it's always like hallways, train cars. You got to fight your way through. And it's it's good. It's smart. Um, it you know you give a shit about all the characters that you're supposed to give a shit about. That one guy that's going to be in the Eternals is just a like a pure beefcake badass. Like I loved his character. Um, no, and, and, and
3: you know I don't a <laughs> bulgogi badass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I, I don't know how. Right, good job, Alex. That's a good one.
2: I guess you make a sequel because it's like the same universe. But like, I feel like that movie doesn't necessarily doesn't require a sequel. And apparently, the sequel is not particularly good.
0: Yeah, it's out in Korea. I have I have it on my hard drive. I haven't watched it yet. But, but I mean, it, they made a sequel because it was like a giant hit. It,
2: it had to have been. It was outstanding. It's one it of the best hit. zombie oh. movies. I, one of the best modern zombie movies, and probably one of the best zombie oh. movies I've seen it was like a, it was like an international hit like it did
0: well over here too and it was a big hit in korea so. well, it's
2: just a really well done movie i'm surprised i'm shocked that there hasn't been like uh train to fucking sacramento or something that's yeah. like the american version of this like i can't believe they haven't like just like pulled a ring and remade it like english styley but yeah i love train to basan
0: yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of I think a lot of like producers like uh, have gotten have have read all the negative backlash with like remaking these foreign movies. So I think that's why you because remember, they were going to they, they have the rights and they still it still might happen. But they're, they, they're the rights for a Parasite remake are out there. And apparently there's a screenplay and everybody like that that got around and then the reaction to it was so bad. I think that people have finally just gotten to the point where they're like we don't like making
2: remaking these movies is they're just going to bomb. Nobody well, wants them. Well, remaking like especially like if you remake a sleeper, right? Okay, but remaking like The Best Picture of 2019 seems like or whatever, seems like a real bold choice.
1: Um, yeah, didn't they make a didn't they make a um Snow piercer TV show or they're going to or something. Yeah, it's still it's still, already, it's still already, going.
0: Yeah, it's already in English going. or is it a Korean show? No, it's in English. But I mean that's that's sort of different, right? Because Snowpiercer was an international production. So I mean it's not technically you're not remaking an inter- like a Korean movie. Like I guess that's true. But even still it it's not doing very well and apparently it's not very
2: good. So <laughs> Well, like I'm, I'm, I'm saying, it's Train to Busan, outstanding. Yeah, I'm glad you um, liked it.
0: You know what? Uh, you know what? My, I, I, it's a movie I keep meaning to watch. Talking about foreign horror films, <laughs> it's called One Cut of the Dead.
1: Yeah, I keep, it keeps popping up on lists of like you know underrated movies or underrated foreign horror.
0: Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime for Freezos, and it's apparently like a. It's like a found footage movie but apparently it's done really clever and it's like really well done so I, I keep meaning to watch it. I might watch it next. Well, week.
2: Well, Shudder keeps recommending A Tale of Two Sisters which I have not seen oh, yet. Oh, it's so good. Is That's it really?
0: A, yeah, they made they remade that. It's called like the uh, the un uninvited or something. The remake oh. is trash, but the <laughs> no, I I don't know. I think you'll like it, Gogs. If you're if you're okay with sort of that slow burn like I mean if you watch like it's like a lot of other like Korean horror, movies, like the or Ring, like, or
2: like well, that's Japanese, but eh, like The Ring but, or The Grudge.
0: The, the, those movies are a little bit more like about shock value. This is it's more like like a Hereditary. Oh, uh, then, yeah,
2: I'm, I'm in. It's a more about building the atmosphere, but A Tale of Two Sisters is great. Just like, like it's, it's just like dread. Like is that the yeah. whole life? Mm-hmm. Not the movie dread. Which is not about atmosphere. <laughs> no. <movie's> about <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: right.
1: the the plotting of uh, morose dread movie.
0: Uh, no, but if yeah, it's just it's very good. I man, I now I want to watch that because I haven't watched that in years. Well, like I
2: Shutter. they just keep recommending it, so I'm gonna give it a whirl. Shudder
0: has got a lot of bangers. Like Shudder's is
2: a quality I'm, service. I'm for, stoked about for, it. I've been really, I've been using for, the shit out of it for so. fucking three dollars
0: a month or whatever it is. Yeah.
2: Um, so the next one's going to be controversial. Um, Liz and I watched Knives Out last night, and I, I really liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, did, I genuinely and I was waiting for because I know how much you guys shit on it, and no, that just me and Sean to be fair. Well, I look yeah, like well, what happened when when you said what happened happened about how you know how the guy dies like in the first Like immediately, like, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, "Okay, well, what the hell are they going to do with this the rest of the time?" And what they did with it, I I liked. And you know, I thought, you know, and I walked in not expecting to like it because Ryan Johnson has no gravitas with me right now. Um, but I thought all the actors were really good in it. I got used to Daniel Craig, whatever that accent. I was. got
1: I got used to it. <laughs> it
2: was kind of
3: I got it. I got I got I got used to it. <laughs>
2: like, I, thought, I thought everyone was really i thought don johnson tony collette uh uh why well, can't think of her name three-name banger married to christopher guest uh jamie lee curtis that's the one uh i thought everyone
0: was of really all good. the actors you couldn't think of jamie lee curtis and i love her I, love
2: I know her. you do that's why it was so strange Trust me, it feels bad i think i'm you know getting you know brain lesions so uh my biggest complaint about it was, why did you cast Lakeith Stanfield to have him do nothing? Oh, because well, he did something.
0: He said "awesome sauce" like
2: forty times I or said whatever. Weak sauce, sauce, Yeah, but like he, I feel like he was like criminally underused. Um, but the uh, it was Anna DeArmis from Blade Runner. I thought she was great in it. I really, I really enjoyed it. Michael Shannon, I, I like the uh, again fucking uh, American. Are, are,
1: are you sure it's not just the case? of like, I think. Like I almost would fall into this, where it's just like I just like the cast. It's not that they're no, particularly no, like, good I, in the movie.
2: No, like I genuinely like, like maybe because I was watching with Liz and we were both like super engaged in it, but we, we really enjoyed watching the movie. Like we had a good time with it. So, am uh, up for time's out. So we got a we got a split decision on that.
0: are the- you fallen through a black hole or something? <laughs> what is all that? No. Oh, it's like a lot of like noise. There's a lot of like sucking sounds. Like
3: I'm literally just sitting here doing nothing.
0: Huh. Okay. Uh anyway, guys, with your back back to your dumb opinion. Uh no, uh, that's it. I I don't know, man. Like I, I it's been so long since I've watched it now, but I just found it so annoying. Like everything was annoying about that movie.
1: I, uh, my my long. big take takeaway from that movie is and is that like it's like one of those kind of cop drama shows where it makes like kind of normie house, like wives in the Midwest feel smart because it's written at the level that a dog could figure out what was going on. Maybe the the dialogue's kind of snappy. So people are like, Oh, this is clever. And it's like, it's not clever. It's just kind of, Twee, I guess, for lack of a better word, like pseudo
2: intellectual, like
0: oh, that. God, cool. well, there. But then you had like the one character that's like, oh, you're an SJW, blah blah blah, blah.
2: Like, oh, well, there God. was all that. Oh, bitch, all that oh God,
0: just kill me now. Like, I don't know. Oh, I, I hate like, that. shit. I hate that shit so bad. And, and like, what's the name? Christopher Plummer's always a fucking gem, I, especially when he's when he's playing Kevin Spacey. Do you think Kevin Spacey was originally supposed <laughs> to be in Knives <laughs> Maybe,
1: but but uh, the movie that we're tabled, uh, Senpai Spacey is going to have some issues with.
0: Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh,
2: anything else, guys? So my next, my first tabled film was Time Cop, which I watched with Alec. So Didn't we can we almost watch that this month? That was one of my picks. That was going to be my, it, yeah. that was potentially my time travel pick. Um, and that movie is paced way different than I remembered it being paced. I saw uh, that shit in the theater. <laughs> like saw that at Carrolltown Mall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been talking from an Alec. You want to start talking about Time Cop and I'll just
3: jump in. Oh, uh, sure. So it opens up with uh a guy in the Civil War robbing Confederate gold from Confederate soldiers, which I remember that scene taking place like in the middle of the movie, not at the very beginning. So, I haven't seen this movie in a long time either. Um I don't know how I felt about it, because like honestly, I was really tired and really drunk, and I dozed off a few times. <laughs> um, that must speak volumes. But strong. Like, it's always the best way to like watch some, some of the movie. action beats and the some of the action beats and stuff were fun. Uh, the plot seemed ludicrous, insanely, <laughs> insanely convoluted. <laughs> Ins- like put that on the
0: DVD cover. Insanely convoluted race, <laughs> Alec Harris. <Aaron. laughs>
3: like because the guys, the guys, the guy who wanted to be president, his plot was to go. He went back in time, stole it, had his goon steal the Confederate gold so he could fund his presidential run. And then they they stopped him. But like, what's to stop him just from keep going back in time and doing the same thing?
2: Yeah, the problem is with time travel, like, you can't really un- – it's hard to undo things because they can just keep undoing your undoing. Like, it's just – and the- yeah, the whole bit, like, he's just trying to get money to become president, like, the whole time. And then ultimately dismantle the time cop program so that it never comes to be to cover his tracks,
1: sort of. How much fun is his performance, though, the villain? I can't remember his – the actor's
3: name. It's like Ron Silver. I, I think that's know? right. It is Ron Silver. Um, he's good. He's fun. He's
2: great. He's enjoyable.
3: But like, so when he goes back and steals gold from the Confederates, who have guns, like, if you needed to steal gold to fund your presidential campaign, why wouldn't you go back to, like, Egypt? Right. <laughs> like, somebody even easier to rob. Yeah,
0: somebody with no <laughs> Instead technology. of somebody
3: who still has guns and could potentially get, like, a pot shot and get lucky and, like, blow oh. your head off. I
2: guess the problem is you need to know where the gold was when and maybe they had that like that transfer documented. So able to oh, go yeah, back. It's maybe. like
1: a like a Terminator problem.
2: Yeah. Like you need to be able to intercept it.
1: The records only go back that far.
2: But then the uh, like and then like the other guy he had on payroll was going back to the to the, the giant the Great Depression crash and buying like stocks and pennies it'll be worth hundreds of dollars in 2004. Um and I was telling Alec it's fun to watch a movie that was when it was shot it was 10 years in the future but the 10 years in the future is actually 16 years in our real past. <laughs> and like you know, like the car, the car that fucking uh the car that uh that uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme gets into his little auto, car, his little automatic motorized robot car or whatever. It looks like just an amalgam of just like, uh, just like parts and pieces and like garbage disposals. And it, that's a 2004 whatever. And my Mazda three was a 2004, and it looked nothing like that. So it's kind of fun to see how far off the
1: mark they were. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I have a question. Let me let me ask you two guys this. Uh because i think the main problem with the movie might be this how much better would it be if jean-claude or not jean-claude van damme but like uh the above the law era steven seagal was the lead instead of van damme because he's like really awful in that movie if i recall
2: he's not that bad he's not good i would rather have van damme than seagal after watching under siege
3: i mean with seagal it would be a lot more like unintentionally hilarious yeah because like he's just the worst
2: Neither of them can <laughs> emote very well, but I feel like Van Dam emotes better. Um, and you get—I don't know—that the movies, the movie's got a lot of got a lot of flaws. Uh, like the whole, like it's weird that like time travel gets invented, and then like immediately, I guess the problem is that time travel gets invented, and from that point, time travel exists moving forward. So they know that in the future. <laughs> It could be wildly widely dispersed, so then people could keep coming backwards. It's not like time travel, because it seems like the problem started immediately, but I guess that's not really the case. The problem established itself immediately. And then from that point on, that's like a that's like the yardstick. And then from that point on, it's always gonna be a problem. And it could be like all of a sudden everyone has time travel abilities. Cause like every criminal in the world's going back in time. Um gonna,
0: gonna go back in time. Gonna go back in time.
2: But yeah, so time cop. Uh, it ends more abruptly than I remember, and the the heavies from the future like know nothing of subtlety. Like they come back with their stupid future haircuts, and they're like they're like future like metal shin guards to ninety four, and stick out like sore thumbs. Um, but yeah, you know, this is John Himes, Peter Himes. Which one is which
1: one's the dad? A P- A Peter.
2: So I mean, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's nothing. Nothing tremendous, and then when what's his name touches himself and turns into goop, it's fun. It's, it's kind of fun that that happens. Like that's the only time it happens because they warn about it. You think there'd be like uh like a Chekhov's goop that happens earlier. Like oh, this is what happens if you touch yourself. <laughs> Chekhov's goop. <laughs> but yeah, you just get they just get the one time, and it's horrifying. Like it's just but, uh,
3: It's horrifying. But it also looks like virtuosity.
2: Yeah, it looks like, no, it looks like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Steven Dorff Blood Tornado from the end of Blade.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, okay.
2: I, I
0: just want one day, I want Steven Dorff to be on a, an interview with like Fox and Friends or something, and it's like the Chiron as Steven Dorff blood, <laughs> blood Tornado. The
1: blood Tornado from Blade. Well, maybe. Blood Tornado. Blood tornado slash vape enthusiast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the spokesperson for like those electric blue cigarettes. Maybe
2: Blade will be my birthday pick. Anyway. Back,
0: <laughs> back when they said that it was healthy for you. Do you remember that? Does everybody remember that when vaping started? Pre popcorn lung. They're like, it's better for you than cigarettes.
2: Yeah. But that's, yeah. So now I guess we're moving on to, well, I guess TJ.
0: Oh, yeah. What about me?
2: So you got, what you about got... Raven? What about radio? So you got what you're, what did you watch besides what's tabled for everybody? Uh, I just
0: watched. Um, let's see. I just watched one thing. Uh, besides what's tabled, I watched. Uh, man, there's so much noise. What the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ!
2: I'm sitting here quietly.
0: I know. I know. Sean sounds like he's fucking a robot or something, and I'm very jealous. If that's. <laughs> uh. Anyway, I watched uh, Maniac. Uh, Gogs isn't the only one that can watch classic, schlocky horror films. Gogs actually inspired me, uh, and I haven't seen Maniac in forever. That's like, on Shutter,
2: right? Like he keeps—they keep wanting me to it's like
0: either Shutter or, or Amazon. You know, I use Shutter through Amazon, so I—I already—I have a hard time figure remembering which service is which. It
2: keeps getting recommended for me.
0: It's—it's uh, it's like weird, right? Because it's—it's kind of terrible. Like it's not a great movie. Like the movie has no plot. <laughs> the movie is, the movie is literally like um, bad special effects away from just being the driller killer. Because it's, uh, it's like the movie is is literally just about the maniac, the titular maniac. And hell, stop it, Jesus. Um, anyway, all he does is he like sits in his shitty apartment and he talks to the mannequin that he thinks is his mom. And then it's just like he goes out into New York and murders people. That's the whole
2: movie. Is it Rowdy Piper? Rowdy, Roddy Piper? Excuse me? Is it Roddy, Roddy Piper?
0: What's the connection? Is the the maniac maniac from the It's Always Sunny? No, no, it's this guy named Mike. uh, No, his character's name is Mike Zito. Uh, He's a guy. He was in uh, Rocky. What the hell is the guy's name? The actor. Uh, Hold on. Is it Pauly? gonna kill me no it's not fucking paul like like i would not remember fucking paul the guy's name the guy's name is the fuck is this oh it's their fucking remake anyway um i need to see the elijah wood remake of this by the way uh alex alexandra jaw did the screenplay for it apparently hmm Uh, and the original director, the guy that directed Maniac is the same guy that ended up directing uh... Maniac Cop? Yeah, he directed all three Maniac Cops, which are not good. Uh, but Maniac is, is, like, very watchable. It's, it's got a lot of great, practical, disgusting effects. Like, I think Tom Savini, Tom Savini's in the movie as, who would have guessed it, like a creep that's, like, like making out with a woman in a movie. Um, but, uh, he uh I think he did some of the effects in the movie, and there's like one thing that I posted on Facebook. There's a sequence where the the killer just jumps on the hood of this car and shoots this guy like point blank in the head, and the, the like the effect for the uh like the head explosion looks so fucking good. Um and there's a lot of like good stuff like that. And and actually the um the like um What can I say? The 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 sequences where he goes to like murder people are really well done. Like I, they're suspenseful. The music's really well done. It's just like it's it's those things that make it uh like as watchable as it is because it's kind of goofy. Like if you really think about what you're watching, the guy that plays the main character, who the character's name is Frank Zito, uh, but the actor's name was Joe Spinell. Joe Spinell. Um and Joe Spinell was in like he was in rocky he was in taxi driver he's in rocky too he played Gazzo in rocky I don't remember oh the character. the crime boss
2: oh yeah, that's right Was he? we he's um do you work for would you say he was in Godfather he's one of the like the fuck i don't girl. know i don't know if he's in Godfather one of um, the, the guys looking... who was mourning when uh okay never
0: mind go ahead i i don't think he's in Godfather. But he might be. I don't know. He he seems like a yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a ton of movies. Like he He's a he's always too.
2: He's like, he's always like uh,
0: a bit bit actor. I guess Maniac is like his only like starring role. And I'll give him credit. Like he's good in the role. Like again, it's it's silly and like it's. I mean, like it, it it's um, you know, it it's not written that well, but his his acting is good enough. I will say that the one story beat in this movie is so fucking unbelievable. Where he befriends this, uh, this like hoity-toity, bougie uh, photographer, this like fashion photographer, and she like instantly like loves him, but he's like this weirdo. Like first of all, he looks like a fucking weirdo creep, like right away. But he just acts fucking weird. Like the first thing they go out to fucking dinner, they go out to a date. And the first thing he says, he's like, "You're the prettiest woman I've seen since my mother," and she's just like, "Oh, cool!" Like, no like, like, it's so fucking ridiculous. And of course, she gets murdered. Uh, everybody gets murdered. It's, the movie is just literally just wall to wall murder, and they're all women. They're all like, there's no like cop character that's like, "I'm gonna get this motherfucker." It's literally just you're stuck with the killer. He goes to his house. He he like has these weird like fantasies about his mom then he goes out into the city and murders people that's the entire movie until the end of the movie where like he question mark either kills himself or is literally killed by the physical manis- manifestations of his murder victims it's kind of up in the air um, but it's something and it's only like 86 minutes long it's like, nice. very, it's very short Tight 86 uh, yeah, definitely worth watching uh, it's a, it's amazing that Maniac Cop is as boring as it is, because and this movie is a lot of different things and has a lot of problems, but it is not boring. And, like, it's also, like, crazy violent and kind of fun in its violence. And, like, Maniac Cop really isn't any of those things. Like, we we were suffering through Maniac Cop, if I remember correctly. Um, but anyway, uh, that and that's all I watched alone. Uh, my tabled movie, and I guess everyone's waiting for this one, is Borat 2. Uh, we all watched subsequent
3: Thor. movie film.
0: Subsequent movie Yeah, film. the Borat subsequent movie film. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I think it's better than the first one. Uh, uh, I, I, I disagree. I
2: agree. I will who didn't who disagreed? Anybody? I disagree that it's better than the first. That's good, but I don't think it's better than the first one.
0: Really? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like just like the first one. I think that the first one. I don't know. The first one is a great movie and it's a it's a great comedy i feel like this one like really speaks to the moment really
2: well oh, this one this is
0: woke borat right like this is the this is more of a mess
2: it is, yeah, I, it is. I,
0: I don't agree with that because i feel like the whole borat character is woke borat like that's his whole bit is he's been that's the whole borat bit is he makes fun of racism right? And right but, but like
2: homophobia this, and all that i think it's a lot more subtle the first movie it's like him being a <laughs> racist. No no, no, no no listen hear me out, <laughs> hear me out in the first movie it's him being a racist along with them and that's funny. In this movie it's him reacting to it and acting like it's bad. Well,
0: yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, okay. Sure. Okay. So he, has a, I, I, he has a I, character I, progression. And I, okay. I, think, I
2: think and I think that this movie, I feel like this movie had a lot more staged bits than the first movie. I feel like the first movie had a lot more catching people off guard and I feel like this movie had a lot more like <laughs> I don't want to say fake, because it's all fake, but, like, a lot more where people were in on it.
3: I think the thing... Like like Rudy Giuliani? Not like Rudy (laughs)
2: Giuliani.
1: I think the thing that kind of throws maybe the tone of this movie off is... uh, And I'm probably not the first person to say this. Is that, like, when we watched the first one, it seemed like, oh, these are, like, these just, like, kind of one-off weirdos and, like, people aren't really like this. Like, let's laugh at the freaks. But now... It's like it's really prevalent to the point where when they're doing that rally, yeah, like you can't tell yeah. where they are. You think they're in Georgia or some shit, but they're actually Washington. Yeah, they're, they're in the Pacific Northwest.
2: So, so like,
1: like
2: Sasha Baron Cohen mentioned that in the interview. He's like, you know, the first time around, he basically said that exact same thing. He was like the first time around, it was like sort of exposing this sort of hidden underbelly of racism and and xenophobia and everything. Whereas this, now it's just overt. Like, he doesn't have to go looking for it.
0: Yeah, Alec, Alec actually told me this while we watched the movie, but
2: he financed that rally. Like, that rally... He put, up a, good, he put up a big chunk of money and the security for it, so yeah. they couldn't pull him off stage. Also,
0: what's interesting, after I watched the movie, so, like, um, I remember stories about that rally before I knew it was Borat. And I went back and... And there's actually there's
3: <coughs> what
1: the fuck is that?
0: <laughs> there's, there's actually stories about what he did at the R at the CPAC too. There's stories about uh, like a Trump some Trump supporter in a Trump costume was, like, interrupting Mike Pence's speech. Like, there's, there's like, stories on, like, Daily Wire and shit about it, and they had no idea that it's fucking Borat. It's insane. Like, the, the way he's able to coordinate this shit and, and, and get this stuff done is unbelievable. Like, I, I legit think that, like, Sacha Baron Cohen is a fucking genius. Like, as far as what he does and his comedic style and the fact that he... Like he he's always in character. He's like such a good actor. You know what I mean. Like his characters are ridiculous, but the fact that like he doesn't break, like he just oh, keeps going. Like it's yeah. And you know a lot of like one thing I'll, I'll I'll shut up after this, but like you know the other thing I think that that really sells this movie is I think his daughter is really good. Like the, the oh, she's excellent. Yeah, and I feel like that's such a ballsy thing for him to do because. You know, when when you got a movie where it's, it's literally, you know, the title of the movie is fucking Borat. So everybody knows that character. It's a, you know, it's a fundamental fucking character. Everybody loves the character. And how many times have we seen it in real, in like regular non, you know, I don't know what you would call it. Like non, like reality based movies where they try to pass the torch to another character and it fails. And this is kind of what they do in this movie. Like, a lot of the movie is on the daughter's shoulder, and she's really good. She's fantastic she's in the movie. In And I also think, I think that that Rudy Giuliani scene, I think that after I watched an interview with, with Cohen, I think the reason that they cut it off where they did is because he felt uncomfortable putting her in that situation. Where no, he, if, yeah, he said that. He was genuinely if he worried was was if, 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 if the roles were reversed, if somehow, I don't know, if somehow Sacha and Cohen was in the room and Rudy, 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 uh, Rudy Giuliani was about to pull out his dick, he would have let it go further. But it's the fact that he had to, I feel like he had to protect his, or he feels like he had to protect his actress. I think well, it could have gotten was, a lot
1: worse. It was like, you know, people were, you know, like obviously he's adjusting his pants. It's like, well, yeah, maybe, but like why was he in, he was acting like a creep like the minute he He was
2: acting like a creep the entire interview. Like, yeah, like it, because, yeah, you just see that still of him on the bed, and you're like, well, maybe this can be misinterpreted. Maybe. You watch that entire scene from Jump Street, he's being a fucking. He sits creep. down. The first thing he does when he sits down, and I said this to
0: Alec, like, I, I, me, me and Alec watched this together, and we were fucking cracking up. But, like, there's something about fucking old people, and especially, like, of his generation, if they have any power, where they're very touchy. You know, I, I hate it. Like it's, and of course, like that girl is attractive. So like, of course he's going to be touchy to her, but like the first thing he does, he sits down and he puts his hands on her legs and it's just like, Oh, like, come on, man. Like,
2: I don't do that to my wife. No, (laughs) my wife, My wife.
1: (laughs) my wife. I don't know. Like I, I, I was he... howling. It's like he took oh. everything, even my Michael Mouse pajama. My Michael Mouse. <laughs> that shit was great. My my son, I... my son, Huey Lewis, named after Jeffrey Epstein.
2: I changed my name to Jeffrey Epstein.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. When they did that fertility dance, Sophia like doesn't like laugh at comedies that way. But she was howling. Like we had to stop the movie <laughs> during that part. <laughs> Just from the opening thing, it's like the fucking. Uh, what do you want the message to say? Uh, sup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what
2: the fax oh, machine was good. I like that. Oh Answer
3: him back, chilling. <laughs> you you got to figure like he was in that store for like an hour and a half. Yeah, do Like it, doing those send faxes, sending them back and forth, just yeah. taking up that guy's time. I, guess, I feel like <laughs> that guy must have
2: been in on it. Like there's no way that that oh, know. Know.
3: It might have been, but still. No,
1: I read Funny. the um the thing. The guy thought they were doing like a Russian like a uh, training video, like <laughs> how to react in the States and uh because they were sending it to a legitimate Russian fax machine number.
2: I mean that makes <laughs> sense.
3: And uh, the, I the guy like the guy in the uh uh the guy in the cell phone store. Yeah, great. Yeah, the, the, the $30 oh. magical calculator.
0: When he finds the porn site, and then he goes <laughs> to the bathroom.
3: Like, he's like, "Oh, it's my favorite
1: food, double stuffed cream pie." <laughs> yeah. Bit <laughs> roasted cream pie. Bit
0: roasted cream pie.
1: And parts of the movie were really sweet, like the babysitter, that lady was really good. I couldn't tell if she it was, was like a plant or not. Yeah. Dude, so with when he when
2: he lives with the QAnon guys for 2 weeks, is that <laughs> No, Is that, that real.
0: He said that wasn't a plan. He said that they they organized that. Like that he, I don't know, like there might have been like connecting parts that obviously were staged, but like he put out an ad and stayed with those guys. Like that's legit. But like the way he shows walks up to
2: him outside of the 7-Elevens, like, can I stay with you? Obviously, I mean that's, that's
0: I, I feel like that can't be real. Right. But
2: like that shit's hilarious. And then they order the fucking flashlights.
1: <laughs> my my best love... boyfriends, Jim and Jerry. <laughs>
3: Oh, Alexa, order three flashlights.
0: <laughs> I I thought I, I I said to Alec when we were watching it, like I haven't laughed at a comedy like that in so long. Like I was in hysterics, man. I I thought it was so fucking funny. Like there's just something about his style of comedy and the fact that like you just
2: can't believe the shit people say. People are. It's amazing that they they. I want to say fall for it, but it's not even falling for it. Like it's almost like the all gas no brakes guy. Like he just yeah no, it's the same thing. To say uh, their mind, and, and I the love shit that comes
0: out of their mouth is unbelievable. And I love those videos too for the same reason. Like that he goes to that one. Uh, oh my god, it, it was so fucking cringe. But he goes to that like Christian. Uh, it, what was it? What was the actual terminology? It was like it, oh, I want to it, say, was,
1: it was a pregnancy crisis center.
0: Yeah, Christian oh my Pregnancy God. Crisis Center. And like the guy, the guy the counselor or whatever for lack of a better term, whatever he is, he thinks that a guy just impregnated his daughter and he's like, "Well, God don't make any
2: mistakes. Like God chooses life." It's like like when, he, when he was talking to the plastic surgeon and talking about Oh like, no. The Jew knows <laughs> it's like, "Would you bang would you bang my daughter afterwards? Like, well, if your dad wasn't here." It's oh. like God well and then and I, I still think like, the, the funniest like, part of that scene is that he had twenty twenty-one thousand dollars in that bag.
1: Yeah. Short, like
2: <laughs> do you think and the fucking like the, the Janice from fucking Muppets looking nightmare receptionist with all her plastic surgery, like uh, <laughs> counting out all the money? Like Jesus. But they were gonna do surgery that night. It's I guess, insane. And that girl, and and that girl in
0: kayfabe was fifteen, and they were like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." <laughs> like, god damn, what the hell's the
2: matter with people?
0: <laughs> also, the fact that there's still debutante balls in 2020 is like fucking horrendous to me. Like the fact I that, I that I read
2: did... something that was set up, though. I thought I read something
0: I, like that, that was staged. I think that's still a thing, dude. I think they still have those.
3: Which is... oh, yes. He, he asked the one guy how much he could get for his daughter. Yeah, five hundred <laughs> like five hundred bucks, 500 and his daughter, the guy's daughter, like, "Dad, you're <laughs> fucking disgusting." <Ropes. laughs> well, it's uh, funny
2: because I was uh, one of the interviews I saw with Sasha Baron Cohen afterwards because I, I just fell into like a hole of like watching interviews about like, how the hell this happened. Um, he was like, "Yeah, the two QAnon guys. He's like, they're really nice guys. Like, they're not idiots. They're nice. They're friendly people. Uh, they just, they just have fallen hook, line, and sinker for this." ludicrous conspiracy theory
0: yeah i don't know i mean i can understand where he thinks that they're like good people but so many of those people like i i listen to a lot of podcasts that are about like the QAnon people and like alex jones type people and so many of those conspiracies always circle right back around to the jews it's fucking so insane how like no matter what they start at it always goes back to the fucking protocols of the elders of zion and it's like what the
2: fuck the bit, to, <laughs> the bit where he goes to the synagogue was, like, actually, like, heartwarming as hell. Yeah, that was... But, but the conclusion
0: of that scene was fucking hilarious. Yeah, oh, yeah, God, goes, the, oh, the <laughs> Holocaust
3: really <laughs> happened.
0: <laughs> I still think it's I, hilarious that he, in real life, is, like, Hasidic. Like, I think he's a very strict uh, Jewish guy in real life. Sorry, Sean, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No, I mean, I thought it, I thought it was a home run. I thought the movie was fucking hysterical. Like... It had like a little bit of a saggy middle, I guess, because they wanted to make it more of a narrative than just yeah. like a series of like vignettes, which was fine. Uh, like I said, the girl was really, really good. I, I got no complaints, man. Like I thought, like he still real that character still got a lot of legs, surprisingly.
3: Yeah, I thought I the mean, beginning the beginning was brilliant. Where they he shows back up again as Borat, and everybody's like, "Oh, Borat!" Yeah. Also, yeah. I had to figure out. Had to figure out how I could go undercover as Borat, as Borat. Yeah,
0: because I mean, you figure like Borat was like a cultural touchstone. Like people yeah.
2: know Borat,
0: so like the fact that, that he easy. can still get this shit done is amazing.
2: What well, was it was wise the way he kind of addressed it, like immediately. Like, That was pretty good.
0: Also, yeah. his American costumes were fucking hilarious.
1: Like. Where, all where my name is Michael Chevrolet.
0: <laughs> no, when he when he showed up to CPAC in a fucking clan robe and he's like, I'm uh,
3: what, what, I had I'm to Steven find a, I had to find a way to sneak in. Who's you say So even nobody would see me. Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller. I'm Stephen Miller. Yeah. I'm
2: Miller. <laughs> oh God! He, and when the he, daughter I, goes to that like women's meeting and she's like, I was in the bathroom, I touched my cunt, and the group women were like. <laughs> For you, <laughs> and we're glad you're here. Yeah, it's, it's amazing we get away with.
0: She was great. I thought she was hilarious. Very, very good movie. Hilarious movie. Well, I, I want to watch it again. I, I, I almost watched it today, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, so anything else? Nothing else is tabled, right? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. All right, let's get into our feature presentation. Da 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 da. Uh who wants to talk about this what happened in this movie?
3: Uh like I've done the last like three. Gogs can do it.
0: Let Gogs do it. Gogs. So movie opens. Movie Uh, smash cut to a train. Uh uh
2: Donnie Darko's on a train uh next to uh What's her name? Not Megan Mullally. What's her name? Oh, uh,
1: the, the, the third worst actress in the world, Michelle Monaghan.
2: Michelle Monaghan. The the you know, love do you in, think She's that bad.
0: The love interest think, uh, in Pixels. I,
1: I don't think she's good.
0: Oof,
2: take that, Michelle Monaghan, or whatever your name is. You burnt bitch. You burnt. <laughs> uh, and then you get uh, so Jake Gyllenhaal suddenly <laughs> he suddenly confused about what the hell is going on. He is being addressed by a name he doesn't know. He's fucking way out of sorts. He's on this train. Nothing makes sense. No one's addressing him by anything that he understands. He goes to the bathroom, and you find out it's a quantum leap scenario because the face that's looking back at him is not his face. Uh, Some shit goes down. He's all wackadoo, confused, and then the train explodes. Next thing you know, he's being addressed by uh, Vera Farminga, or however you say her name is. I think that's how you say it. Um, Did you
1: guys like – I don't know if I'm the only one that thinks this, but doesn't she look a lot like Rashida Jones in this movie?
2: Yeah, a little bit. She does. Definitely. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and he's like, he's fucking super confused. Like, dude, I was just, what I'm supposed to be in Afghanistan. What the fuck's going on? And she's giving him, I was telling TJ and Alex, she's giving him the Winter Soldier, like, operating sequence to, like, reboot him. <laughs> yeah, and, like, like, yeah, yeah. Cards and numbers and shit. And she's like, look, here's the deal. We're going. You're going back in. Figure out where the bomb is. Go. And then he keeps going back. And he goes back to the train. And now he sort of knows a little bit more about what's going on. And he knows he's not supposed to be this guy. But he's looking for a bomb. And he's very confused about it. Then he finds the bomb. And basically, this continues to happen for a while. Eventually. And for some reason, the first – I've seen this movie before. But I feel like this was a – I feel like it was a bigger twist. I thought it happened at the end of the movie, not – so.
1: Yeah, I remembered it the same way you did.
2: You find out, so uh, uh, a bomb is exploded on a train on its way to Chicago. Uh, at, through some newfangled government technology, they are able to uh, use basically the last eight minutes of this dying man's memory as like a portal, like a quantum portal, to be able to like get back into that space. Yeah, I and don't fuck around. I- I don't think that we mentioned it, but he actually, when
0: he goes back back in time, he's uh, sorry, he's not Jake Gyllenhaal. He's in, in, He's taking over. Well, you said it's a quantum leap thing, but he, yeah. he, when he goes into the bathroom and looks in the mirror, he's not himself. He's this other. He's dude.
1: Sean oh. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but uh, Duncan Jones got interviewed about this. And Scott Bakula is, plays Joan Hall's dad on the phone as specifically a oh, no Quantum uh, Leap right. references.
3: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. That's super cool. I didn't know that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and then Duncan Jones went and made Warcraft.
0: Yeah, yeah what happened to Duncan Jones? And mute. Good God. I'd say Mute Mute is way more offensive than Warcraft. Like Mute so- is so bad.
2: So anyway, Hall what what gets revealed is that Gyllenhaal, uh was a pilot in Afghanistan. Like he was saying, he was flying a mission, and he got killed, and he's being sort of kept alive in like a Johnny-got-his-gun sort of way. Um, and, what a reference. Yeah. Uh, and so he is like drift compatible with this system. Yeah. <laughs> <and, laughs> They keep sending him. They keep
0: sending him. <laughs> Wait, thank you, pause, pause, pause. Thank you, Goggs, for explaining this movie in in the vein of Pacific Rim. That's the only way I can understand a movie through the prism of Pacific Rim.
2: That's got to that, that Kaiju based lens. Drift <laughs> um, compatible. I knew exactly what he meant. Though. Right,
0: so did I, and
2: I, f- I felt immediately
1: ashamed. So he goes. So they keep sending his. He's gonna get it on. He can't die. No, he dies. not uh, Yeah. So he keeps. Getting,
2: <laughs> he keeps getting sent back into basically this other man's memories, but it's not really his memories. It's kind of almost a portal to a parallel dimension. And well, like, yeah, with, they, with the, with they the explain gold, it
0: later that it's not like it's first not what they, they think it is. Well, at first they explain it like, yeah, you're you're going back, and it's this guy's memories or whatever. But then it they explain. But then they explain that it's it's a divergent timeline, which we'll get into a little bit later. But I watched a review of this movie, and they totally didn't understand the premise of this movie. I got, yeah. kind, of, I got kind of irritated by listening to it because they're like, he's in a VR simulation. I'm like, no. That's, well, they,
2: that's, that's what's wild. Yeah, because they think it's a VR simulation. But they, they, they explain they that have. it isn't. They they explain it isn't
0: in the film. It's not like right. something I came up with on my own. I was like, Jesus Christ, watch the fucking movie, Mom.
2: So, anyway, so <laughs> watch,
0: so, watch, watchmo, watchmojo.com apparently isn't
2: watchmovies.com. Cause. <clears throat> so, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character finds out he's dead actually by one time when he goes back into this alternate timeline, he Googles himself effectively and finds out he's dead. <laughs> and he's been dead for two months. Yeah. So now anyway, he comes back and he's dead. Uh, so then the movie, it actually changes from how I remembered the movie being set up to he's effectively trying to complete his mission to uh, to free his soul, I guess, from this what amounts to torturous uh, purgatory, where he just keeps dying every eight minutes. Like, every eight minutes he is part of this terrorist uh, situation, and he just keeps dying and rebooting. Dying and rebooting. It's actually very similar to Palm Springs in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just, he keeps trying to make it right. He keeps trying to do the right thing. He finally, we, like, he's, he's, he's doing all sorts of crazy shit. He's threatening to shoot other passengers he's he's going out on like weird tangents he's going down sort of quasi-racist routes trying to figure out who the terrorists are um and eventually you see him kind of getting it like you know very similar to palm springs like he gets it he gets the sequence right he knows everything that's going to happen when it's going to happen he can optimize his whole move set he figures out how to get to uh the end so here's the deal the the train explodes uh, on its way to Chicago, and that is the precursor for what is supposed to be a series of other terrorist events so yeah. so you 've got this group of people that are trying to prevent the next terrorist attack. The first one happened this morning, and then they 've had in eight minute basically intervals they 're trying to undo this thing so the movie probably takes place not necessarily in real time but kind of close to real time like there, there's lots of there 's lots of versions where we don 't get to see it, but like over the course of maybe three hours. This guy just keeps going back in and getting rebooted to try and find out where this next terrorist attack is going to be.
0: Yeah, well, um, they don't, do they ever establish that the eight minutes? I guess they do. Yeah, they do. The, they eight, say the eight minutes, eight, minutes is eight, like the 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 prime timeline. It's eight minutes there.
2: You right? get eight minutes. That's what the afterglow or whatever of the dead man's memories are. You have eight minutes in that world. Right, right. So he's got he's got eight minutes every time. Um, so I keep going back. The pressure keeps getting applied. He just wants to die. He's establishing a relationship with Vera Farminga as well as Michelle Moynihan. Uh, so in the real world and in the fake world. Uh, and he's doing sorts of kind of like crazy outside of the realm of reality shit, like you know, making a phone call to his dad and like doing other stuff. Um, ultimately, he figures out who the terrorist is, but the terrorist gets the best of him. And then he finally, he finally gets the terrorist. He's like, here's the guy. Here's who you want. Here's his fucking license plate number. Go get him. Give me my let me die. And so you've got who's the actor that plays the head of the program?
1: Jeffrey and, Wright. Oh, uh, ex, a science exposition machine Jeffrey Wright like yeah. he is in every other movie. he's in. It, yeah, always. The guy has the guy has
0: a good voice for talking about science. He's kind of arch in this movie though. He is. is yeah. He's yeah. like, jack- he's, he's, like
1: ar- he's like arch he's like to the point of like coming across as flamboyant. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, yeah like, he's like all he's all stoked about the fact that he got this thing to work. It's working this This might be the only time it works, but it proves it works. It's going to be, you know, it's a big deal for him. He doesn't give a fuck about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character, but Vera Farminga now does. And so Jake is like, look, give me one more shot. You say it's not alternate reality, so it doesn't make a difference. Anyway, put me back in. I want to save everybody on the train, and then let me die, please. So she she sends – she basically defies orders because they want to just wipe his memory and keep doing this over and over again, basically torturing this – soul this consciousness whatever you want to call it for well, i could i
0: could be wrong right but like this is, he's the first one that it's worked with he's right the first yeah one That's what jeff with. jeffrey wright says so
1: yeah because i feel like there's a subplot where he's trying to sell this to the dod right or because, something because they've, they've had it set up
2: for, they had it set up for two months right like so whatever happened to jake Jonal's character happened two months ago they've got everything in place and they're just waiting for a test case and they finally get it dropped in their lap with this terrorist attack on Chicago, like right. boom, we can go now. This will be the proof of concept. So he's all fucking, he, you know, he's he's at full mast, like he's stoked, like this shit works, like I'm good to go. So um, without giving a shit about what this is actually doing to Jake all, because as far as he's concerned, Jake Jolnall is effectively just software. So yeah, uh, so he convinces, uh, so Jake all convinces Vera Farming going to send him back in and to unplug him to kill him. So he goes through one last time. He basically saves everybody, defuses the bomb. He takes care of the terrorists. He gets that. That's all. He ties all that up. He, you know, he starts, you know, making goo goo eyes to Michelle Monaghan or whatever. <laughs> and eyes. At, at the same time, like Vera Farmiga is basically, she's going to go. She goes to his like fucking Future casket, and find half a Jake Gyllenhaal plugged into the Matrix.
1: Great like, effect, too.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she totally like she cuts it. him off, and you figure, okay, that's it. And that's sort of when you find out that no, this isn't just like this isn't just watching a videotape. This is they've inserted effectively his consciousness into this alternate timeline, and then his character is now? And I don't know what the fuck happened to Sean Fentress, quite frankly, but, but
1: he, like he's one- just—he's just dead. I had to look it up. Like Duncan Jones says, he just, for whatever reason, his consciousness just got erased. Got erased, right? So now,
2: so Sean Fentress, the the, the, the body that Jake hauls in, uh, basically emails uh, Fira Farming that morning, and he's like, "You may have heard about a plot that was foiled." on a train this morning, a terrorist plot that was foiled on a train this morning. Know that the source code works, but I know you have this guy in your laboratory. Please unplug him. And then the movie, and then you, you're kind of left with, uh, you know, Jake, like her making, I think she makes that decision. I don't recall. And then Jake Gyllenhaal, basically living his life out as the Sean Petrus character. As this other guy.
0: Yeah.
3: She, she does make that decision. Cause it's like at the end of, uh, What's that movie with the assassins Assassin? <clears throat> with a uh, Ryan Reynolds where she's uh, pulling the plug and Jeffrey oh, Wright's like oh, 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 beating uh, on the? uh
0: It's uh, uh smoking aces, smoking aces. Yeah,
3: smoking aces. Jeffrey Wright's like beating on the door to unlock the door and let him in as yeah. she's unplugging him, which is the same thing that Ryan Reynolds does to uh. Yeah, what's his yeah. Ari? I forget Jeremy, real name. Jeremy Piven. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that movie so- sucks. Anyway, I, thought
1: uh, movie, I thought we disagreed. The ending is bad. Yeah, I thought the we
0: were
2: mixed on smoking. The ending soap. ruins the whole movie. Okay, fair. But anyway, so then the movie kind of ends, and it's interesting because you get the. I feel like we should have framed this with spoilers, but whatever. Too late now. Oh, Everyone knows like we're talking about the ago. movie. Yeah, so because there's a lot of flashbacks, like every time that he would go back, that you would see Michelle Monaghan's face. Like in scenes that weren't in the movie, and you see like the big shiny bean thing in Chicago, and that wasn't in the movie. And then you kind of see that's sort of the projected future, I guess. Uh, and then the movie ends, and that's well, it. Well, not, be-
1: I- not before you're assaulted with a Russell Pearson stand up act.
2: Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Russell yeah, Peters right. or
1: whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah,
3: he's terrible. Yeah.
2: But. um it should have yeah, been Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay. But that. Oh. <laughs> Over here. <laughs> Hey, think <laughs> um but that's yeah that's source code um and yeah. I remembered liking it and I was right I enjoyed it yeah i uh, I also really liked it I think that
0: I so after watching some reviews after we watched the movie together I think that people don't like this movie and I hate to say this but I think it's the God's honest truth I don't think people understood the ending. And like, but it's like, the, so like, what's not to understand? Well, the, the thing, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly why. The thing that I watched that was like, you know, top 10 movie endings that don't make any sense, they're like, Jake is in a virtual reality, but then he affects reality. It's like, yeah, but he wasn't in a virtual reality. They go out of their way to explain that. Like, you didn't understand the fucking movie. <laughs> like, Wait, like, that's the whole point. They didn't know I, what I will they say, had. I will say the the big plot hole for me, and Sean said it, but they I wish they would have done something in the movie. Is what the fuck happened to the dude that that Jake Gyllenhaal? He's whose life he took over. So like right. Sean said, he just died. But I wish they would have. I don't know. They give me something to tell me that in the movie. You know what I mean? That's the one dangling plot thread that it's just like... I,
1: I, I was kind of surprised to read that um, Duncan Jones didn't write this movie.
0: Did the guy that wrote it do anything good after this? No. Really?
1: He did not. <laughs> I don't think he did anything good besides this. It's one of those movies. Yeah. Lighting yeah, It's a, a real lightning in a pan.
2: We keep getting those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, he did Moon, oh. and I love Moon. Well, oh, Duncan Jones. No,
1: no, no, I'm talking about the writer. Yeah, I don't oh, know. No. The minor issue with this movie. They went to the uh, like the bad name depot for all the names in the script because like it's like Sean Fentress, and what the hell is John Hall's real name? Like Colton Hardon or something. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like
2: that. It's like yeah, it's like uh, it's like aircraft carrier banana or something. The
0: guy who wrote this movie is named Ben Ripley. And he's written source code two, which I guess never came out. It's a Good. in pre-production. He wrote, he wrote Flatliners, Ooh. the remake, the no remake, the remake. Oh. Yeah, the remake. He wrote Species Three. <laughs> oh, yeah. His he wrote something called Boy Choir, which sounds fascinating. Mm. He Col- he yeah he hasn't really done much. He wrote Colter, something.
2: Colter Stevens is, was. Something called name.
0: Species: The Awakening. So yeah, this guy hasn't done much of much or nothing.
2: But yeah, he I mean he did good with this one. That was a good, it's a yeah, good, it's a good movie. Maybe it was an adaptation or was it an original?
0: Yeah,
1: original Stop. screenplay. It it feels like a movie that's stuck between like being an indie movie and a big Hollywood movie. Does that make any sense to you guys?
0: Yeah. No, like, I totally t- get that.
1: Like it feels like a movie that should have been made for seven million dollars and star like almost nobody you know in it. But, yeah. like, I, I find oh, Monahan's really bad in most things. I find her, like, almost distractingly bad in this. I didn't
0: think she was that bad. I thought she
2: was fine. I mean,
0: I guess, like, maybe just by saying that she was fine, like, I didn't... It didn't seem like she, uh... I don't know. She her performance didn't like stand out as being terrible to me.
2: It didn't detract anything from me.
0: Also, for some, you know, when you go to IMDb and they have like the the pictures like that are just that that are underneath like the banner, and a lot of yeah. times it's like the opening night photos. I guess Howard Stern went to the premiere of <laughs> of Source Code, and his picture like you can just tell he hates getting his picture taken. It's fucking hilarious. He looks very awkward. Mm. Uh, but anyway. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't think that her performance like took away from the movie for me, anyway. I didn't really, I don't know, I didn't really think about it that much. So, uh, what did you think, Alec, about Michelle Monaghan's performance?
3: I mean, I didn't <laughs> notice it being particularly bad. I mean, she really didn't do much. Period. Jake um, Hall was good. He I mean, was yeah. really, yeah, he's really. Good. It's really him. Like he's the movie. Like Vera Farmiga's there, but she doesn't have a ton to do. Uh, Jeffrey Wright's there; he doesn't have a ton to do. It's just—it's basically a one-man, a, a one-man and a one Russell Peters show. Mm, yeah. Um I'm just reading on IMDb about trivia about it. Russell Peters did an hour of stand-up oh, for that oh, scene God. For, them to cut it down, for them to cut it down to like however many.
2: A minute,
0: Yeah,
3: if that.
2: Everybody was like, "Please, will this train actually
3: run?"
0: His joke that they left in the movie too is so fucking hacky. It's like these women always say my name wrong. It's just like, oh, yeah, I Russell. yeah, they
3: Russell. They get Russell wrong a lot.
0: It's like, get off of me. What? Uh.
2: No, it's on off or whatever his name. Yeah, well,
0: that's a thing. Yeah, it's a like, yeah. He should have done some like edgy, like racist humor. Yeah, <laughs> done like, like <laughs> my, Michael Richard's uh,
3: <laughs> oh my god
1: why you drive like this <laughs> you, you ever notice how your woman's cunt gets all slimy <laughs> oh,
0: <my God. laughs> oh man there's like a fucking director's kind of source code but it's just his fucking like <laughs> racy ass fucking comedy
3: oh it adds a whole hour to the movie it's just long, like, <laughs> his long like his long stand up scene
0: That'd
3: be hilarious. <laughs> and apparently, uh, on the trains on the scene, Jake Gyllenhaal had like an earbud in his ear, where Duncan Jones would just like start randomly playing like loud ass music or static, so he'd be all disoriented and shit. Huh? For real? Those? It's
1: pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Duncan Jones fell off a fucking cliff. Like, I don't think this movie's as good as Moon. But but it's certainly very good. And it's well directed, too. I think he did a good job.
0: I mean, just the fact that you have to show that train explosion like 800 times, he still manages to make it interesting every time it happens.
1: Well, I thought the guy that played the terrorist was really good, too, whoever that was. Yeah, he he was
0: was
2: good. Yeah. Yeah. I liked all the scenes in, like, whatever that pod was that he was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I guess that construct of his own
1: consciousness,
2: but, like, that weird sort of... I don't know what the fuck it was like a Brundle pod or something like it was strange, but I liked it a lot.
1: TJ, you might know this. There's like some like JRPG where it's got a similar plot where you have to like replay like things that happen in time. You know what I'm talking about? about Assassin's Creed does that.
0: Yeah, it is kind of Assassin's Creed. No, but you're talking about that (sighs) Capcom game called Remember Me, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think so. That game, uh, that game was needlessly complicated. You had all these combos that were literally like. They were like we're going to put on all these like fighting game combos in a like a beat 'em up game. So it's like you had to remember like 14 different 10-hit combos. It's like who the fuck wanted this? It was had an interest. It was interesting thing. Again, the controls were a mess. It came out PS3 era, I think. The art style is really cool. It's like cyberpunky. Yeah, it looked like Deus Ex stuff. I'm surprised you never played it, Gogs. You love those kind of games. It came I out do. Really- it came out right around the time of like Platinum being very hot. So like it was like Capcom's answer to a Platinum game.
2: Okay. Got it.
0: It's it's fine. It was entertaining. Again, like the th- what you ended up doing was just using the simplified combos cuz you didn't feel like having a goddamn manual in front of you the whole time, at least I didn't. So, hmm. but it was okay. It had it had its moments. Right on. Uh, I don't know, uh, five-knuckle shuffle time? Do you have have anything else you want to talk about before we get into our actual numbers score? Anybody?
3: No, I was going to say, I thought, thought, like, Duncan Jones had some kind of, like, personal tragedy. Oh, no. Yeah, his dad died. Well, I mean, everybody's dad dad died. But
2: but only some dads really live. Well, his dad didn't die until much later. His dad
1: didn't die, what, like, two years ago? Everybody's aware of who his dad is. Yeah, that's not, like, a secret.
0: Uh, yeah. oh wait, yeah david bowie right david bowie yeah. duncan duncan jones's real name is david Zowie, Zou- yeah
1: yeah mm. no it's
0: zowie bowie zowie bowie. yeah
2: yeah he's also david, a strain of marijuana
0: yeah um and he kind of looks like his dad when he's thin <laughs> mm. he's he's still thin i looked at one picture i'm he got kind of heavy but Made all that Warcraft money and just started eating.
1: <laughs> all the, the all them ruples that he made. The movie, like, it's $10 billion in Russia. Man, I'm mad
0: that Mute was so bad. Still mad about that. I don't think I'm ever going to let that go. I it looks too, cool. I was so excited for that fucking movie. Uh, anyway. Uh, so he had a personal tragedy during Source Code,
3: Alec? I, no, I thought he did, like, I don't know. I I remember when I watched Warcraft, I remember reading something about he had some kind of like issues. Maybe it wasn't a tragedy. Maybe he just like had to go to rehab or something. Oh,
0: yeah. That's what he
3: kind of blamed uh, Warcraft being so bad on. (laughs) That something happened, like, right?
0: I feel like, I I don't know. I feel
3: like
0: if anyone directed that Warcraft movie, it was going to be bad. Like, what about Martin Scorsese? It's a
2: stupid idea for a movie. I mean, I don't know. It's coming from uh, someone who plays the
1: game. No, is it a stupid idea. idea
0: for a movie? Yeah, without,
1: ha- without having seen the movie, I would still one hundred percent watch it over the Irishman. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
0: I've seen it. I've seen them both. Um, I think that their whole idea of making it like sort of half CGI, half real people is a terrible idea. Like, just make the fucking movie a cartoon, or don't like. Mm. Oh, uh, anyway, the Warcraft movie also has that dude. Uh, he was in a movie I just watched. Uh, I can't think of it's, or no, he was in. He's the one of the main characters in Raised by Wolves, which is fantastic. I highly recommend. Um, anyway, right, let's get into five knuckle shuffles.
2: Gogs. Ah, uh, it's like eight cresting on nine. Like it's like like. I don't think it's a nine, but it's, it's a, it's a very, very strong eight. Like I really enjoyed it. And I remembered liking it. I'm glad that it, I still liked it. Um, I, like I said, I, I remember the twist that he's dead being more of a twist at the end. Like you're like, he didn't realize it for some reason the first time I watched it. Um, but I mean, Jake Hall is really good in it. It's well-directed. It's well-paced. You're I'm engaged the entire time. I'm interested and then and it's it's i think it speaks to uh how well the characters are written and performed that after the the plot is essentially resolved like after he solves the problem like he solves the he solves the terrorist issue you know with 20 minutes left to go in the movie and i still want to know what happens
0: um yeah no absolutely well, i think because that, you're invested in Jake Gillenhall like, yeah, yeah. like they did a good job establishing his character and his plight, like his plight almost overtakes the main plight of the movie,
2: and because, I would yeah go ahead. no please no no, no, I, uh, but yeah, like his like you want you're rooting for him to get out now, like you're rooting for him to not mm-hmm. be like you want him to be free and and I think that um. You know, um, as a Michelle Monaghan or whatever, she she's fine in it. I thought Jeffrey Wright's great, and I want to give a lot of credit to Vera Farmiga. I thought she was really good in it. Yeah, and I, I
1: think, agree with I think, you. Like, yeah, I thought she was actually kind of fantastic because she's got a lot of lifting to do. She does, and still be kind of like serious and stern, but like just show hints of emotion. She's basically there's a, there's Sitting great, at
2: desk the whole time. There's great scenes where she's, you know, you can tell that she's like torn, right? Like she shows a lot of like. Okay, like I know this is wrong, but I know this is my job, and like whatever. And then I think one of the best scenes is you realize that you know her character has been emoting and reacting to essentially just text. She's not hearing Jake Gyllenhaal, she's not yeah. seeing Jake Gyllenhaal. It's literally just an IM chat, like being read to her.
1: And it's, yeah, I, it, I think they did it was smart to make her a soldier also because it gives them that kind of bond that he wouldn't have had right. otherwise. Yeah. yeah
2: he I even mean, touched on that, right? He's like, soldier to soldier, am I dead? Yeah. yeah. Like
1: that, have, he, has
0: that, he has that line with Jeffrey Wright, where he's like, "How much combat have you seen?" He's like, "Not right. much,
1: or whatever, like,
0: including I, yeah.
3: simulations." <laughs> yeah. How many <laughs> combat? Including, <laughs> including Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, I, uh my combat, my combat experience, World War Two. Black Ops Two, <laughs> <Yeah>. Future War.
2: <laughs> Half of Vietnam and then I got bored. <laughs> uh, um, but no, I really uh I think yeah, I think Jake Gyllenhaal Hall is amazing in it, honestly. And I think that Vera Farming is or I keep fucking her name up, I'm sure. But I thought she was really, really good in it. Um I think you said her name right. And it's you know, it's really well shot, it's really interesting, it's compelling, and it's a clever it's a clever idea. Like we've seen this is like the third time loop movie I can think of, um, and it's 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 interesting and like I don't know how the Nudniks didn't understand it when like <laughs> how it worked out, but I thought it, I thought it actually followed its rules pretty well and it kind of wrapped itself up nicely, like. So yeah, it's it's like an eight, almost nine. I really really enjoyed it. I'm I would recommend it to people. So, uh, Alec, Alec,
3: uh, I'm gonna say it's a seven. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It was fun. Um the train sequences were all fun. Um like I said before, like it really I thought I felt it was really just Jake Gyllenhaal's movie. And he's I guess kind of hit or miss for me. More hits than misses, but sometimes he doesn't do it for me. But but in this one he was uh in this one he did really well. Um it's a cool premise. It's a cool uh Cool plot, even though we've seen like similar type plots before. Uh, this was well. It's kind weird. of a,
1: a, a spiritual sequel to his earlier movie Don Darko. I mean, uh, I've never, I've like, never
3: actually seen that.
1: So yeah, much. not for nothing. It's about a guy stuck in a time loop that has to fix something to break out of it. Huh.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
2: This is, this is much <laughs> better than Don Darko. Don <laughs> Darko. a better, movie, <laughs> a better What was the? What's the Denzel Washington movie that's the same thing?
0: Alex well, did the uh,
3: same thing deja, deja vu yeah That's hilarious <laughs> deja vu was my first my first episode i was on yep
1: yeah Alex, and Alex almost, almost my last
3: <laughs> yeah but they, they didn't fire any monkeys through a cannon or
1: whatever in this movie
3: <laughs> um yeah i thought it was good it wasn't outstanding but it was very good uh I thought uh, during a uh, filming of uh, Warcraft, his dad died and his wife was diagnosed with cancer. Oh my god, that's a twofer. That was the that was the other thing that happened to him. Jesus. Um. Yeah. So it's it gets up pretty good. <laughs> uh, TJ.
0: Uh, it's gonna be an eight for me, dog. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I don't know. It's it's my it's like my favorite kind of sci-fi. It's like a small scale story with a cool idea. Uh, It's executed well. Um, I, I loved it. I thought that Jake Gyllenhaal was great. I thought that the, I thought like you guys said, Vera, Vera, Ferminga is, was really good. I thought, I thought the cast in general was really good. Um, They managed to make that train sequence be interesting, like over and over and over again. I mean, I think like they could have maybe cut down, maybe one or two of the trips. Sometimes like it got a little it got a little much, but overall I thought it was really good. I thought the music was good in it too. Like I thought I thought overall it was just a well made film with an interesting storyline. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I again like I've heard I, I, I this is something I never saw before today, before this show, I mean. And it's something that I, I've always heard got very mixed reviews. And after watching it, I'm like, that was a solid movie. I don't know I, again, besides what I told you guys when I, I watched some reviews on it, people just didn't understand the movie. Like, it's a solid movie. Yeah, I, I think even if you're dumb enough to not understand the ending, the, the ride getting there is fun. And uh, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So, yeah, it's an eight for me, dog. It's a shame that Duncan Jones just, I don't even know. Fucking, he's somewhere off in space, I guess, looking for Major Tom because he's, <laughs> he's not very good as a director anymore. Well, he hasn't done any, he hasn't done anything since right since. What are you talking about? He made Mute. I've been talking Mute. about it all show. Oh, he, he made Mute. It's fucking terrible. He made in a-, a movie
1: you really wanted to love. I think you're more like hurt by yeah, that movie. I than am very other.
0: hurt by that movie. Yeah, Mute came out well, like two three years ago. <laughs> like yeah, and, and also also fucking Mute. He also tarnishes Moon in that movie, which pissed me off
2: because the like universe or something.
0: Yeah. Because there's a fucking there's this news footage it, like it, there's like a throwaway scene where it like there's news footage where it's a uh, it's like a hundred Sam Rockwells in a courtroom and they're suing about like their 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 like right to live and it's like played like a joke and I'm like wow that's that's totally not the tone of Moon at all like way to fucking just piss all over that movie like so not only is is mute shit he also manages to fucking Take a crap on a good movie that he made because I love Moon first and foremost. Yeah, Moon is fantastic. Well, Moon's amazing. Moon is ten easily. It's a fantastic movie. Also has Kevin Spacey in it. That's a robot. <laughs> That's a robot, uh, which you're convinced is going to be an evil robot, and he's not. I feel like that was a twist that he wasn't evil because I feel like oh. they they set him <laughs> up like he's going to be evil the whole time, or maybe you expect to be a Hal and he's well, not. Yeah, maybe you just think he's evil because he's a Hal, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's a uh, eight for me, dog. A solid movie. Would recommend. Would smash. Sean. Uh, it's like a high seven for me. I like Hi. it. Go ahead. It's a. It's a, what's uh It's a, your movie sucks. It's a. It's closer to uh It's closer to an eight than a nine. It's, it's like yeah, a
1: it's it's closer to an eight than a six, but it's a. Like I really want to like this movie a lot more. Like I kind of. I might be the only one here, but I kind of don't like the ending. I want the ending to be a lot more miserable. Like, I feel like the movie is darker than it ends. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, um, it's really good for like a, like a mainstream kind of mid budget to big budget Hollywood movie. But like, I feel like I'd make like the movie a lot more if it was smaller and less focused on like kind of the effects and shit. And the, the DoD subplot kind of goes nowhere. And I feel like Jeffrey Wright, although good and I love that guy, is kind of wasted almost. It's like a very boilerplate, like, oh, scientists got to fix the thing to sell it to the other. I don't know. I just like. It's good. Uh, it's 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 good. That's the best I can do. Like, it could be great. Uh, but that ending, man, that kind of like happy ending, <laughs> I do not care for it. In this movie specifically,
0: a darker ending. Rather, darker endings always better, you know. Me, would, yeah. would, would you
2: rather he gets
0: unplugged Alex, and that's it? Play, how are you playing video games while you're on the
1: the uh, recording? Well, I was, I was drawing. <laughs> I'm watching um, The Simpsons. I <laughs> uh, I did two doodlings rather, while I was on here. Um, would you rather?
2: What, would you rather him just get unplugged and it's just blackness, or would you rather him them uh, crawfish on the deal? And he gets he gets put back in the
1: loop. Oh, crawfish on the deal? Is that back a like out. double back? Yeah. <laughs> I've um, never heard that
2: expression before. Because yeah, crawfish my life. only go backwards. Um,
1: I kind of like that. Or if they unplug him and somehow it actually causes the terrorist thing to actually happen, like some kind of splinter timeline, like oh. he was the only thing preventing it. Like he has to, like I think it, my ending would be he has to stay in that loop forever. And keep doing it. Oh, he's, otherwise... like a key, he's like
2: a keystone. He's like he's like the he's control like, rod that keeps this from happening. He's like right. Sisyphus, exactly. That's a that's a terribly dark and horrible. Ending, I love it, but it's I an interesting concept. Oh, yeah, that's
1: that his idea. afterlife. Yeah,
0: but now, you that's find, out, you find Now that I like want to a, take a, a point away from my score because I like Sean's ending better. <laughs> you
2: find out there's like a cold storage facility with hundreds of soldiers just <laughs> yeah like yeah that's things great. From
1: happening, yeah, they they walk through the end of it like um the like, end of Raiders like, of the Raiders Lost Ark. Ark, and it's just yeah, like it, if, like
2: if we if we unplug if this building loses power a bunch of bad shit happens all at once.
1: Yeah, it destroys, like, the entire timeline. Like, it's the only thing it's, like you said, the cotter pin that's holding like, our entire reality together is just these guys, like, yeah.
2: Just, that's really good. That's terrible, like from a like emotional, like moral standpoint, but it's brilliant from a storytelling standpoint. Well,
0: they they already established that the, the Jeffrey Wright, who you could just extrapolate, is like the army or whatever. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit at all. Like he doesn't yeah. care about he. Like you said, Goggs, he's just text on a screen to him. Uh, yeah. I, I will say, I should have added this in my review, Gogs. You mentioned that to Via Forminga, he's just he's just text on a screen. I really wish they'd hammer that home a little bit more because it's only in one scene.
2: But I think like it's I, a nice...
0: I think it's a good reveal because you it realize this re- what
2: she's been dealing with the whole time.
0: It's a good reveal, but I feel like I feel like it's one of those things you blink and you would have missed it. And I think... Well, yeah,
1: maybe, I, I think because the rest of the movie is not subtle about anything that it, it sticks out for being just such a quick like, oh, that's it.
0: Yeah. Again, it's one of those things where I think people could have completely missed it. Like, I... And, you know, obviously, I'm Mr. Like, keep everything vague and don't don't uh, don't explain anything. But this movie isn't like like Sean just said, the whole movie is kind of over explained. So like having one thing not over explained seems kind of suspect, a little sus, a little sus to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: if they made the ending we just made up, it would be like a nine or a ten. But the ending really softens the rest of the movie because the movie's like like Cronenberg dark in some places. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. very cyberpunk, like dystopian, but then it's just kind of like, uh, you know, let the guy out. Maybe he'll help you alternate timeline. It's like alternate timeline. I know they set it up in the movie, but it's like the deus ex machina. Like I want more of a Brazil than whatever this is. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I like where you, I like where your head's
2: at. I liked being happy at the end. So I'm, I'm but I, <laughs> I, I, I do I do concur that your your ending is a much more compelling ending. Well,
1: I, I don't mind a happy ending, but, like, I don't think the way that the movie's been set up up to this point lends itself. That feels like a note. You know what I mean? That feels like something that was tacked on.
2: Well, no, it's kind of like he earned
1: the happy ending, right, by, like, going through this hell so many times, right? Like,
2: he didn't even think he was going to get it. He just expected to just be into blackness,
1: right? Because he's it's like a, he's stuck in a roguelike.
2: Right. So like the only <laughs> yeah. so like the I guess the other way you could have gone with it is he gets unplugged. He gets unplugged and he just projects Blinks or whatever his soul whatever his soul or whatever you want to say it is, just sort of formulates this almost Brazil esque reality of yeah. what would happen next. It's basically a dream. The only thing that counters that is the fact that he emails Vera Farming at the point right. that it's not. Yeah. But I, I mean
3: I so i, it's I, I, like, remember, so I like, like So it's like the ending of uh upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all in his head for eternity, which might be a second or might be billions of years.
1: Right.
2: Upgrade? Yes.
3: Upgrade? All right. Well, oh, that's... you know, upgrade can come travel through time.
2: I love the idea though, of a warehouse full of just people keeping reality in check and then some janitor pulls the wrong fucking fuse and then the next thing you know the
1: world ends. Yeah, it would be like the the snap, you know what I mean? Like buildings would just like disappear and yeah. like people would be gone. No, it should be
3: like yeah. it should be like yeah, like a janitor like unhooks something with his mop by accident and it's like the, <laughs> it's like in Cabin yeah. in the Woods. It's like yeah. monsters come out from everywhere, right, like, yeah, explosions, like, nuclear blasts, and he's just or like, no, no yeah, he's like mops. every everything that bad happens
1: fades into reality at once and happens in real time. So it's like Jesus, yeah.
2: The guy's yeah. just like mopping with his headphones on, and like he hits a cord, and then he's still mopping and everything's fine. But outside the world just ends. I Love it,
3: yeah. And Ugh. then he becomes the Omega Man.
2: Oh shit!
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's source code. What's next month? Noval.
3: November.
1: Ooh, I'm picking Batman Forever.
2: Did
3: <laughs> <The word laughs> watch,
1: watch that? It's coming uh, back. What, what about the word "forever"? Are you guys not understanding? <laughs> forever.
0: Uh, who's <laughs> is it?
1: Uh, who's you know, gonna whatever. who's gonna pick Tombstone? I guess is the best question to ask it, at we, this point.
2: Are we, do, I forget. Do we do like a snake draft? I mean, I
1: think.
0: Whatever I don't it doesn't know what matter we don't ever Well, realize.
3: Gogs is it's Gogs' birthday pick this one, so he can pick whatever he wants he doesn't have to go uh right val val related
2: I might though just cuz I love him but we'll see but don't uh, make it my pick Sean you go your
1: pick uh Tombstone
2: okay.
1: Nice <laughs> <laughs> it's a That race would be to
2: absolutely uh, yeah, spoiler alert it's going to be a 10 yeah I'll, so. yeah,
1: yeah I, I'll pick that so Gogs is free to just pick whatever for his birthday <laughs> Because it was either yeah. that or the Salton Sea. That was the other...
0: I've never seen that.
1: Yeah. I heard it's really good. It's good.
0: But a, yeah, a, I think... I, I know what I'm going to pick. I, I'm gonna,
1: let's
3: all enjoy oh, Tombstone. I know
0: what I'm going to pick. McGruber? MacGru- no, I'm going to pick the Island of Dr. Monroe. Monroe. Oh, fuck. Island
3: of Dr. Monroe. <laughs> I want to see the, doctor of, the Island of Dr. Monroe. Monroe. The, the, the Simpsons psychiatrist. Dr. Marvin Monroe.
0: The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. So next week, Tombstone.
3: Yeah. So then,
0: then the following week <laughs> will be Cogs' birthday pick, if I'm not mistaken. That's
2: correct. yeah, I'm a, it's either going to be right now. The front runners are Snakes on a Plane or Blade.
1: So don't right. you we'll uh, Blade Three since you love it so much? I
2: fucking no.
1: It's Blade Two that I hate. No, yeah. Blade. Two, I
2: think we all agree Blade Three is trash. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm in the limited camp that Blade 2 is trash. Nice. Everyone else loves Blade 2. Blade 2 is better
1: than Can Blade one, one person part. be a camp? I mean, you <laughs> try hard enough.
3: I'm an idea. <laughs> I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> I'm not going to kill ya. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, hurt we, you.
0: We didn't even talk really, about that. Really bad. There, uh, fucking the Juggaloker will be in the Snyder Cut of fucking... Uh, The Snyder Cut of Justice League.
1: With all these Mm. reshoots, I'm wondering if there actually was a Snyder Cut or they're legit just shooting another (laughs) movie.
0: I mean, yeah, it seems kind of crazy, right? Mm. Uh, Before we go, uh, if you're listening to this on anything other than Spotify, we are on Spotify now. Uh, Before...
1: Ooh, us and Joe Rogan.
0: Before, uh, yeah, well, we didn't get... Did we get bought? I wish. Uh, Every other podcast aggregate, like, just kind of picks up the show uh spotify you had to actually submit the show so i i got it on there so if you're listening through spotify you can get us now you can subscribe to that way uh because you won't be able to subscribe to us through uh google
1: uh, i don't know if their youtube music is doing podcast i would imagine. i couldn't find it on there i don't know what maybe on, there's some on, other app or something on what youtube music yeah a whitey music
0: yeah, I, I yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because they're like you're all the same features of Google Play will be on there, but that was a big one that that's on there that doesn't seem to be on there right away. So anyway, but uh, but yeah, Spotify. I I I got rid of my Google uh, Google Play. I have Spotify. Spotify
3: you had Spotify. to. You had to, didn't I? Didn't have a choice.
0: <laughs> uh, but anyway. All right. Here's how to the verify. Fuck? Artist on YouTube, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> my google assistant <clears> trying to help me uh anyway uh you know the drill eat your own ass and beware of kevin spacey mm. <laughs> you burnt <Bye>. spacey <laughs> all right see y'all all
3: right see ya see ya bye, yeah. ya. bye, hey, boys.
0: bye. now it's just you and me gogs. yes